welcome back to Dum Dum Die, an all-female, all-awesome D&D 5th edition homebrew podcast set in my homebrew world of Kalandos. My being me, being Carla the GM, and around the table I have my amazing players. And starting on my left, they're going to introduce themselves and their characters. Hi, my name is Nicole, and I play the character Darby. North. Dobby, your voice sounds like it's breaking. <laughs> it does that occasionally. <laughs> Hi, my name is Kirsten and I play Maria. And I'm Wednesday and I play Xantelarian. And every week, just to recap where we left off, or if this is your first time joining us, um, and you don't want to go back and listen to the previous episodes, although I always, always, always recommend it, to tell us from the viewpoint of their character what happened previously on Dum Dum Die, we're going to hear from Xantelarian. So, previously on Dum Dum Die. It appears that the magic users in my party made themselves useful for the first time ever. Instead of actually killing the party, they decided to destroy all of the rats. <laughs> one time. No, that, that's, that's... I think each like of you have tried... I think Dobby's nearly killed everyone once and you've nearly killed everyone once, Oriel. I feel like Dantelarian's also nearly killed all of us once. It's all uh, the time. Uh, when we were in that dungeon... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, can we not mm-hmm, go back there? Mm-hmm, <laughs> can we I'm not saying. bring up my issues? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, in any case, so they managed to take care of all of the rats and the were-rats and rescue the false Vladislav, which I found quite interesting. It appears that Anil, the high elf, is the one leading the real war. So we decided to join the war, or rather I decided to join the war just for fun. And now we are going to head back to Port Oroch to try and convince the Selenites that the Vladislavians mean no harm and that we are going to save all of Kalandos by uniting as one, under one god or something like that. Uh, Selena, I hope you didn't hear that. <laughs> You're still the best. Does push up. You are fine. <laughs> fine. Fine. All right, so I'm going to assume you guys uh, head back to the camp, you rest, so everyone gets back all their HP and spell slots and all the things you need to get back. Um, Do you want anything from the camp sort of... um, A pony? Stockhouse. They're not going to give you a pony. They don't have enough for all the people that are there, but like basic, if you're missing any daggers, you could probably get a dagger. Nothing too schmancy. A set of rations, although it takes you about a day to get back to Port Orach. I'd still like to take some rations. Okay. And maybe a dagger. Cool. You, you have a very standard issue, two very standard issue daggers. Is there anything else that looks like very appealing? No, it's all really, it's the kind of stuff that an army picks up from the towns that it passes. And a lot of the smithing work looks a bit shabby, like it was done in a hurry. Okay, no. Yeah, so the daggers maybe will be useful five times and then probably will break. Darby will still take the two daggers and some rations. Okay. Can I get a couple daggers too? Yeah. As I said, they're very like subpar daggers. And some food for Oriel. Uh, Can Oriel please get a shield? You look for one uh, and you find what appears to be the top of a... Uh, a beer barrel keg, so it's a wooden circular shield. 
Oh, that's fine. As long as it gives you the plus two AC, I find. So yeah, it's the top of a beer barrel that's been fashioned into a shield and just had a, a leather strap attached to it. Perfect. So as long as you can carry it and wield it, I will grant you a shield. I have an armor class of 14. Boom, look at you. All right, and then are you guys going to head into the forest and head back to Port Aurora? Yep. Yep. As you leave, uh, you hear some whistles as the sentries are basically mentioning that you're leaving. Are you going to do anything in particular? I'm going to be the leader. Right, so you're going to head, lead back to Port Aura. Yes. Darby is going to follow closely behind Zantelarian, so he could just check him walk from behind. Cool, not creepy at all. Not at all. <laughs> Kirsten, anything special? Uh, Oriel's going to um, just keep practicing like her cry face. Okay. So, for, for future use. Yeah, so like she's just practicing tearing up on demand. Okay. All right. Um, but it's not like working out super well. So sometimes it like really works. And sometimes she's like wrinkles up her face like really hard and like or stares into the sun or <laughs> like tries to find an onion in a Russian pack to try and make the tears work. Um, can everyone roll perception except Oriel, you get it with disadvantage because I'm going to say your eyes are like burning from trying to cry so much and holding onions towards it? 17. Even without disadvantage, I could have cut roll. 19. Okay, let me just check what I got. Six. That's the disadvantage roll. Oh, wow. <laughs> Good job. Okay. Well, the two of you... <laughs> being, and I'm going, ah! <laughs> you see what looks like a human man trying... Not trying very hard to be stealthy. It's someone who is very stealthy. But because you've seen him before, you recognize him. And you, every now and then, uh, Zantelarian, hear the vaguest whistle for the first sort of half day's journey. And you realize Stefan is sort of, uh, Stefan is following you th uh, through the woods. Okay. I'm going to just smile to myself and I'm going to whistle a little ditty. So not in that language, just generally whistle. And Darby's going to think it's the coolest thing ever. So he's going to like try and catch on to that whistle. I'm like <laughs> whistle with Zantelarian. So we have whistling and crying as we... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. As we approach. So I, I'm going to assume you set off in the early morning. Did you set off in the afternoon? I thought we had to leave as soon as they told us to leave. Mm. It would have been in the morning. No, well, you were allowed to prep and relax after camp. So they said first thing in the morning. All right. So you're going to get there very late at night. Do you want to approach the town or what's your plan? Let's go to the temple. Let's not go to the temple. Ah, okay. Yes, let's not go to the temple. Let's just, um, Zantarian, what should we do? I'm going to start setting up camp. Uh, so on the outskirts of town, you can see from where you are that on the rise, the barricades have been fortified. So they're all around the temple now. They're not amazing barricades, but they're in existence. So there's that. You can see, because he's so large, you can see Shark Tooth is sort of at 
the entrance to the barricade and you're near enough to the town in that if it was like the bustling city that it was, you would still hear people from the city side because you're closer to the city side. But it's deadly quiet in the city. And if you look sort of to the ocean, you can see ships in the distance. It doesn't look necessarily like they're moving, like maybe they're just waiting there because they've got nowhere else to go. And you can see various sizes of ships. Okay, so let's not do anything to make them suspicious or not trust us. So we'll go in in the morning where they can see us clearly. And then I whistle to Stefan. Stefan! And in that language, I'm going to tell him it's probably best that he stay hidden. Okay. Can Darby whistle the exact same thing just because he still thinks it's like a... A song. Roll performance? 16. I mean, it sounds pretty... Almost exactly like that, uh, except instead of saying stay hidden, it says stay hiding. So, I mean, it was pretty, uh, pretty good. At which point... He comes out the bushes and he says, I knew you knew I was here the whole time and I don't trust you. So I actually think you shouldn't be in charge. And he looks specifically at you, Zantelarian. Oh, yeah, you two have beef. And he says, so I will take over from now. Excuse me. And we are camping. And then you see, and or <laughs> he, he amazingly, uh, he has a, like a, a cloak that blended into the, the forest background and he lifts the back of the cloak and you can see he's carrying a bag, like a backpack, and he pulls out this um, material that looks kind of puffy and he rolls it out and it immediately expands and as he lays it on the ground, it expands slightly and it's a very nice mattress. And he prepares to lie down and he says, I hope you all um, have eaten your rations because we are not making a fire. And then he lies down and he says, go to sleep. I'll take first watch. And then he rolls over onto his side with his back to you guys and his back to the forest. And he leans on his hand, uh, resting his head on his hand, on his elbow. So his elbow's on the floor, his head's on his hand, <laughs> just to clarify. And he's looking to the temple and he's like, yes, I can see their barricades. And you can hear he's sort of muttering to himself. Or the, he's like, yes, I can see their barricades. There appears to be one really please tall tell me, Please tell me he's done all of this and all of us have just stood there watching him do all of this and not move. Um, I mean, he did do it very quickly. Okay. He just came and he was like, this is it. <laughs> okay. Carla, where's my dagger? Um... You tell me. No, um, that Stefan took. took. Oh. I've been watching him fluff out his cloak and like, I want to know uh, where my dagger is. perception for me. Five. You have no idea. Is there enough space for like another person on his like bed? I mean, I think if, what you, Darby's if asking you cuddled is, him. Can Darby lie on his bed? If you cuddled him, but you would have to cuddle him. Because I mean, it's, it's enough space for one person to lie on their back and have a, a, a bit of inches on either side but because he's lying on his side I'd you could like spoon him so darby is going be to little spoon darby's okay. going to um jump onto the bed with him and he's gonna say i'm so glad you're here i feel safe with you and then he's gonna doze off to sleep uh darby the shit goes roll strength for me nine wait i think it's a 
Okay, no, I think it's still nine. It's still nine. He looks over his shoulder at you, and then he literally just, and with the sheer force of him and the force of, he's large for a human, he knocks you off the small foam mattress. Darby's going to stand up, and then he's going to pull the mattress. So, like, you know when you, like, lift it up to try and get someone off? Okay, roll strength. You best not fail me now. That'd be so embarrassing. Yes, 24. What's your strength? Oh, no, 23, sorry. Four plus four. Okay. Even though I rolled the same as you, Stefan is still a human. <laughs> so you do manage to get him off the off the mattress. Um, everyone, please roll stealth for me. Including me? Everybody. Um, you get a disadvantage. Oh, damn. Uh, Darby? What's my stealth? 11. Five. I was laughing, so. Look, I mean, it's not like you were trying six. Yeah. It's Why not are like we you trying to be stealthy? Well, I mean, it's not like you were trying to hide or anything. No. But uh, at which point, as you pull him off, you see anyone who's looking sees a shark tooth holding his hand above his eyes, like as he squints and looks in your direction. I'm going to wave very excitedly and say, Ho! Shock tooth! And he's going to wave very slowly at you back <laughs> from, the dis- from the distance. And then he's going to gesture almost like, come towards us. I'm going to start walking very jauntily. Stefan is going to dust himself. Wait, 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 wait! And, and then he's going to pull the mattress, pack it into his backpack, and then he's going to run into the city. Then run towards the city and he's been like, I was never here. <laughs> and he, and he, runs he runs into the city, wow. not towards the temple. Not towards the temple. Okay. Okay. Darby's not even going to pay attention to him and just follows Antelarian and Oriel. I'm going to whistle very loudly. So what does it feel like to be the leader? Darby is going to oh, also just, second just whistle, whistle that. leading wrong. <laughs> um, you hear a whistle back of... Reconnaissance is best done stealthily. You would know nothing about that. Wow. And and you can almost hear the the whistle becomes sharper at the end. I don't know what he's saying, Darby, but he sounds grumpy. Oh, are they speaking to each other? I think so. Welcome to the How We Roll Radio Theater. Join us in our ragtag group of adventurers, ranging from a big game hunter to a runaway bride. So tonight, keep the Ford Park, skip the jazz bar, forget about the depression, and crack open a decanter. And if you'd like to learn more about our boys, check out their Twitter, Facebook, iTunes, Reddit, Twitch, and Patreon, whatever those words mean. As you trudge oh. up towards the... As you get nearer and nearer to, to the temple, you can see that... Or else just got her arms out, just ready to... Running, like, hug, full sound of music. Hug, yeah, like, ready to hug Shaktu. Because Shaktu was the one who carried her everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, no, she's ready to, like, go up again. So as you approach and he he's saying, come to you, and he, and he sees you guys are heading towards him, so he stops, obviously, gesturing that you must come towards him. And... As you approach the temple, you realize that indeed the barricade has been uh, in inverted commas finished in the fact that they've stacked a couple of things uh, around and built a barricade. 
I mean, 10 people could probably push it over, right? But it exists and it blocks uh, them from outside. It is quite high, though. They managed to get it relatively high, so you can't see into what's happening on the temple grounds. And as you get closer, standing next to Sharktooth is Kyle again. And Kyle is looking at you, and when you get close enough, he says, Oh, so we're back. What did we find out? Oh, Oriole's just standing at Sharktooth. She won't talk until she's on his shoulders. Sharktooth looks at you, and he says, What you doing? I want... No, I'm on guard duty. So I can look... And be on guard duty too. No, you could be spies. I called you to find out if you were I'll spies. I'll tell you if you put me on your shoulders. But uh, you do realize Kyle sent us out as his spies, right? He did tell you. Are we double spies? Yes. We I'm are. I'm so confused. I thought we were just spying for the Selenites. We are spying for the Selenites. Kyle is from the Selenites. Yes. Oriel. So we're just buying for here. Yeah. That's rude. Kyle is looking confused as he says, I know you were sent on a reconnaissance mission so by the head of the order. I don't know if you know that I'm not the head of the order, but what did you find out? Well, then you should take us to boss man. Well, I can't really let you in. Because you were in enemy territory. And then Sharktooth's just like nodding like very vigorously. Like, yes, this all makes a lot of sense. And he goes, I can't let you in because you were in enemy territory. So I need to first discover some things and then I'll let you into the temple. Okay, look, test of faith time. It's time to bring out the Selenite like truth thing. So we're going to do like a battle thing to test our faith. Like to test if I'm being honest kind of thing. Uh, Steve, um, Kyle's like, cool. Uh, he says, Sharktooth, you got this. And Sharktooth nods forward. And then he stretches out so that his arms touch both ends of the of the gate, basically, where it is, uh, which is basically just an opening between the barricade. And he's covering the whole side. And he's kind of doing those, like, tennis lunges okay. to make sure you guys aren't so going to come past. So okay. following with her hands in the air going... Waving in the air. Darby's just looking very confused at I'm, this point. Yeah, I'm going to take my shirt off. Oh my gosh, Darby is very confused yeah. at and this point. And then start stretching because now I'm flashing my tattoo. Carl's mm. also going to take uh, off the top half of his, of his robes. Wow. And he's also going to stretch and he says... This is a very strange religion. I just thought I'd put it out there. This is a lot for Darby. Uh, my arms are getting tired. Sharktooth's going to say, shh, as he keeps dodging side to side, blocking the entrance. And Kyle's going to say, as he stretches his arm across his chest, he says, uh, we don't judge your religion. Well, I, not out loud. You uh, literally so. sent us on a spy mission against my own religion. Well, it's against someone who calls himself Ladder's Love. And he's right. Look, after I've dealt with this, we'll deal with that. And then he says, all right, what's, what's the test going to be? Hand to hand. Hand to hand? I'm going to fight using solely acrobatics. First person to to call for mommy? Why mommy? Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Roll initiative. So, Carla, I'm going to use just acrobatics to fight, so I'm going to work dodging, jumping, that kind of thing, instead of actually fighting. 
Okay. Dobby is imagining himself like sitting there with popcorn and he like he is watching the best kind of movie that there is in his mind. Eight. Eight. Okay, so Carl has an initiative of 20. Wow. And he says, first one to call for mommy, and you say yes, and he's going to slap you. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, does, I've got uncanny dodge, by the way. Does nine hit you? No, it doesn't. Okay. He attempts to slap you. And I dodge. Yep. Uncannily. All right. Go. How tall is Kyle? He is average. He's average for a human. So, well, okay, tall for a human. But average for elf, so five eight. Okay, so he's just tried to snap me. Mm-hmm. So what I want to do is I want to put my hands on his shoulders and somersault over him to stand behind him. That is all I'm doing. All right, roll acrobatics. Twenty seven. You do so. You do so, and look flash in the sunset. <laughs> Dobby is drooling. Um, he's gonna. Aurel just crosses her arms and like. Sits down like a child been denied their favorite toy. He's going to um, full-blown karate kid you and sweep the leg. 17? Yep. Uh, he's going to sweep the leg and mm. knock you prone. Okay. It doesn't take damage, does it? No. Okay. That's fine. It's your turn. Oriole, like, whips out a flag that says, Go Zantillarian, and she, like, waves it unenthusiastically. <laughs> Because, like, this has happened way too often for her. Um, and then Sharktooth, as he's doing side-to-side dodges, he's, he looks and he's like, do you always have that? And he's still do- uh, doing the tennis shuffle in the barricade. Okay. Unfortunately, yes. So, so and she, like, hands him a flag. Uh, he goes to reach it and then he shakes his head and he's like, no, I'm back to the tennis shuffle. <laughs> like, I'm taking this very seriously. Since I'm already on the ground. mm um, I am just going to roll to the side and then sort of do a handspring up cool. so that I'm standing next to him. So basically, Zantalaren is not actually fighting because he knows he's not strong enough to beat Kyle, but he is faster. Uh, you do so. You don't even have to okay, roll because cool. you're just basically standing up mm. in a flashy way. At which point you all hear someone clearing their throat behind Sharktooth. And as you hear it, Sharktooth, you hear, and then he turns and he's like, oh, sorry. Uh," And then he bows his head and you realize it's the Orc High Priest who looks at you and says, what are you doing? And Carl says, I was getting really bored out here. So I I was going to do this test of strength with uh, Zantalarian. And then I was going to bring them straight to you. And then the Orc High Priest looks at him and, and he says, Kyle, this is why you on guard duty. <laughs> Oreo bursts out laughing and starts rolling on the floor, giggling so hard. We go to, to my office. And then Kyle's like, but I was going to make him call for his mom. I was going to, I was going to one, two. And he like makes slapping motions in the sky. And he was like, and I was going to, and he's like shadow boxing. Can Darby just like Ray of Frost him? You can. Do I need to roll for this? Roll your attack. 19. 19. What's the damage? Give me two seconds so I can <laughs> consult the Oak. Ray of Frost. While the Uk is being consulted, I am going to salute the Orc High Priest. 
as you do so, uh, he salutes you back and Jacques Duf also uh, salutes you. And then the orc high priest is turning to Jacques Duf to say, why you let Kyle do this? And he says, um, and then I assume the ray of frost would have Yes, gone? so it says the spell damage increases by 1d8 when you reach 5th level. So on a hit, it takes 1d8 cold damage. All right, roll 1d8 for me. So it's 2d8, isn't it? Yeah. If, are you casting it at that level? Oh, uh, no. No, you don't have a 5th level spell slot. 1d8, guys. The double triangle. Yeah, the d8 is that one. Definitely knew that. <laughs> Five. Five. As you cast Ray of Frost, um, he's like, I was going <laughs> to... And then his hands freeze in in motion and he turns to you and Shark Tooth also turns towards you and the priest turns back towards you. And he's... What? So- he was talking way too much, guys. And then Darby does like a young... Yeah, oh, okay. As the priest, who is a very large orc, pulls his hand and moves it to backhand you across the face. Can I dodge it? Well, I mean, he rolled a one, so I'm pretty. Uh, so as he tries to backhand you, obviously Sharktooth thought the priest would do that. And Sharktooth jumps in front of it and gets a backhand to the face that starts to immediately bruise on shark tooth's face so you realize if you had been hit by the priest it would have been hurt very bad and the priest is gonna look at you um what do you want to do darby just wants to put his hand on shark tooth and say like whisper it to him you just saved my life um and the priest uh hears that and he says you're not wrong and then he's going to look at you and he said, you, one, two, three, three, been bad news since I gave you orb. And now you come and want to cast magic on, okay, stupid God, but still God. Carl's like, hey, in the background. Oh, I wasn't planning on doing anything. Um, as Oriel and Carl go, hey. <laughs> and, and he says, you, cost any magic I will use front of hand and then he says come don't be stupid and he turns in and then Sharktooth is like clicking his jaw back you can see he's moving it side to side to get it back into place and Carl's shaking off the icicles and he just looks at you Darby and he goes "Mm -hmm." and Sharktooth says go we don't want no more trouble and then him and Carl are going to stand in front of the barricade again when she steps through. Oriel's going to hug Shark Tooth Pie. Uh, Even he, if he doesn't hug back, she's just going to hug his waist. Dobby's going to hug him too. As the, as the two of you hug him. And you see that the high orc priest is already walking back towards the temple. And as you pass, uh, look behind Shark Tooth, you see there's a lot of people in sort of ram very ramshackle tents and things you can see it's made out of like sheets from their houses or curtains you know no one was really prepared for prepared for this but they did have access to their homes to to make the stuff so some uh, some of the fancier people have chairs it basically looks like everyone's built blanket forts 
outside. Everyone who has to be outside has built a blanket fort to create the shelter. However, there is a path directly up to the temple. Mm-hmm. And you can see that there's only a couple of um, light sources because there's so much um, material outside. No one's allowed to make a fire and because it's going darker. So there's only a couple of light sources where someone has enough magic to cast light or yeah. or something. And as you head directly into the temple, roll perception for me, the three of you, please. Seven. <laughs> Twelve. Critical fail. And I'm going to use the Tides of Chaos okay. because that was atrocious. <laughs> Thirteen. Okay, so 13? Seven. Twelve. Xantelarian and Darby, please roll. Uh, Oriel, please roll <gasps> for me. Knowledge. No, Lord. Religion. No, wild magic. <laughs> Fifteen. <laughs> okay, what did your wild magic do? Uh, I have to roll it, but when I use Tides of Chaos, it means I also need to roll. <laughs> wild magic and I got a I'm running really badly today guys um so it's a d100 ooh 91 nice. what happens at 91 91 lucky number 91 <laughs> let's have fun with 91 oh my god okay. it's wild magic bingo guys bingo that's amazing 90. I miss my calling in life I could have been a bingo oh, wow. caller. Okay, 91. If you die within the next minute, you immediately come back to life as if by the reincarnate spell. Cool. So if you had Rhea frosted and caught the flat hand. Yeah, then I would have advised. You would have been like, Whoop. well, you never know. Reset. I could do something stupid within a minute. Look, I mean, oh, you guys you guys are my players. It could happen. Yeah. It could happen. Anything could happen. Um, so, yeah, the, Please, did you roll knowledge for religion for me as well? No, please? I didn't. Let me roll that for you. 15. 15? Religion, you said. Mm-hmm. 14. Cool. And that brings nope, us to the nope, end of this nope. week's episode. <laughs> for, you know, for no it's reason. Like you are too dumb. <laughs> well, no, it was a very high, like, it was a very high check. <laughs> was it above 20? Well, you, you needed a nat 20 to, to get it, but I... It could have happened, you know? Mm-hmm. It could happen. Well, you never know. I could die in the next episode as well and then I mean, reincarnate. That is There's one minute. First minute. <laughs> yeah. I was going to be like, I wonder where all your stuff goes. But, I mean, obviously you're... Like, would there That's still like be... That's like my body dis- disappears. Yeah, yeah this is not a game. Yeah, no, but I was game. just thinking, like... <laughs> you mean, know, it is a game, but it's, but it's not, not a, a not game. But it's not a PC game. <laughs> like, all your, you're like, oh, who left all this loot here? <laughs> it looks vaguely like my own loot. <laughs> Let me take it just in case. Yeah. And that brings us to the end of this week's episode. A big thank you, as always, to my players who make everything an adventure and who can manage to kill themselves in a minute. So good job. Good job. Um, we're going to try. We're going to try because, you know, I've got that. But my question is, I wonder if you know you have that power. Like, that you as a character. Hey? Like, I don't think the, you as a character the knows. versus the character. Like, does the character feel like she can reincarnate? You all of a sudden <laughs> feel invincible. I feel like I cannot die. <laughs> I will live forever. Witness me. <laughs> um, 
So, and a big thank you to you, our listeners. Thank you for being here every week. And for those who are new, welcome. And we appreciate you. And please do remember to, if you enjoyed this, share us with your friends, foes, families, and familiars, and rate and review us on your favorite and not-so-favorite podcast apps, but especially the Apple podcast app because that helps us and Call helps other people find us. It's called iTunes. Is it called iTunes? Guys, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on Android. I don't, I don't know what this <laughs> I'm just like, it's that Apple one, man. It's just rate us on the fruit, okay? Rate on all the fruit. On just the fruit ninja, on the apple, on the pineapple, yeah, on the mango, rate on us, the guava. Ra- on the, rate us on, on the, the peaches. Guava. On the guava. guava. Wow, guava. guys, that's a gross Ooh. word. Guava. Guava. Is guava a South African word or is that what it's I called no like in the rest idea. of the world? I don't know. Okay, well, guys, if you don't know what a guava is, it's a... What is a guava? It's a guava. Can you stop saying guava, Bill? <laughs> guava, okay, guava, guava. Anyway, please note, if this is your first time here, we don't say guava this much normally. <laughs> guava, um, guava. So please do rate and review us on iTunes because that really helps our podcast uh, spread the word about our podcast and all those amazing things. And... If you like us and want to follow us on the socials, you can find us at dumdumdie, spelled D-U-M-D-U-M-D-I-E, or you can mail us at dumdumdiepod at gmail.com if you want to chat to us. We also have an awesome website, uh, which is dumdumdierpg.com, where you can find episodes, some videos, some character art. If you want to draw character art, I'm all about that, especially of me, because, you know, I have characters. Anyway. um, (laughs) When the DM asks you to make character art of her in NPCs. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I was thinking more of just me generally. <laughs> oh, of you? Okay, never yeah. mind. Sorry, uh, my bad. Can run, I? Can I do? A, can I do a shout out? Cool, I will allow it. <laughs> just because our GM like gracefully allowed it. Uh, we just wanted to give a shout out to the people who've been messaging us and keeping in contact with us. Dominic. Y- Oh, I'm going to butcher this. I'm going to try and butcher it as much as possible because then it's on purpose and I did a good job. Good job. Uh, uh, Dominic uh, Johan Kotze. Um, his name's actually like Dominic Johan Kotze. Shh. I tried to get it wrong. I'm sorry. I failed. I just wanted to give a shout out to you from all of us. Uh, you keep us involved in your Bloemfontein uh, RPG dungeon crawls that you do and we just wanted to say we appreciate it and we love chatting to you and you sharing your stuff with us we think you're cool dude thanks dominic yeah thanks so much and one the two final thank yous is also we are now on the nexus website and we're going to be doing something cool coming up maybe you're going to get to see us live so you can actually see our faces when we roll badly and things like that but keep an eye out. It'll be on our YouTube and on Nexus's YouTube. It's coming up. And a big thank you to Tristan and Wednesday, who are the sound engineers for our podcast, and to Veed, whose music graces our podcast. Thank you for listening. And I hope you have the most amazing week filled with adventure. <laughs>